knocking it out of the park. Ready your ears. Time to test your ability to mansplain. Enjoy the ride. Here we go. Another podcast from the men at the sex and love. Mansplained podcast. Never disappointing and never monotonous. Stay tuned to absorb and experience real discussions for and about real people. Welcome everybody out to Sex and Love Mansplain Podcast, Episode 11, and Divorce Devil Podcast, Episode 37. So we're going to do a double. Ooh, a double whammy. Yeah, that's kind of like a monade or twat. twat. <laughs> did you say twat? I did not say twat. I'm pretty sure you said twat. So our subject today is why we stay in relationships and marriages too long. Mm. Mm. Girl. 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 Who's starting? Should I no. start? So. No, you're going to start? Okay. I remember some of our uh, texts were because it's familiar mm-hmm. and we know what to expect. That's correct. And the fear of the unknown and hard to change patterns of bad behavior. Put the phone down, please. <laughs> <laughs> and bad reactions. What's a bad reaction? That's what I want to ask you. You said hard to change bad behavior and bad reactions. My That was my that response. Was okay. uh, yeah. So. When you're in our relationship, you always are trying to make it work, right? Most and you were always told you need to work it out. You need to figure it out. You need to talk to each other. You need to communicate. You need to, you're married. It's, yeah. it's not just, oh, I can just get out of that. You need to figure out how to fix it and do the steps to try to fix it. And if you're not willing to do the steps to fix it, then is it your fault if you finally see the faults in it? So I thought about this a lot because I was married for 23, 24 years, okay. 24 years. And it was good until <clears throat> it wasn't. And I didn't know it wasn't good until I was done. If that makes sense. Oh yeah. Until I saw mm-hmm. that's not how it's supposed to work or you're not supposed to allow other people to control how you live your marriage. Cause there's a lot of outside forces that are yeah, trying to get at you sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes keep it together or take your part. And exactly. So once you see, like, once I stepped out of it, like, I actually moved from one spot to another. And this new spot was like, oh, wait, people don't act like that? Or families don't act like that? Or families don't put you fifth or a tenth or twentieth because you're trying to to appease everybody? And then when your partner decides that you're not first or second. And I get sometimes you're fifth because you have kids or, you know, job has to take you away. Dogs, whatever has to take you out of that emotion. But as a couple, if you're not both first at some point, like for each other, it all falls apart. So now if you're going to stay in it, because I've been married 24 years, what am I going to do? No one else is going to want me. I've got baggage, this and that. Yeah. And then when you start dealing with it and you, like, as a woman, I feel like once I am done, it's done. done. I've already, it's already been in my head played a thousand times or more. It's our, every scenario has been played. And if I say I'm out, it's going to be hard to get me back in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I usually want a woman 
Let you know she wants to. And I feel like a guy is like, I'm out. And then they realize later, oh, I was wrong. Or I should have done that. Now I'm going to try that with a new one. And then the the ex-spouse is like, what the hell? Well, I asked for that the whole time we were married. And now it's, you know, the toll, you know, you're. But it's more of a good riddance. That's your problem. Yeah. It's going to be nice up front. Mm -hmm. But eventually it's going to rebound into what it's been when they were with you. Exactly. So I feel like. Staying in sometimes is easier. Staying in and just dealing with your own demons and being like, you know, I hate you. I don't like you anymore. We're not friends. And that inner hate then turns you to a different person. It does. And then when you're done, you're like, oh, me, I was some of the problem. I this. And then you have to really learn how to find yourself. And if you are in a relationship and you don't want to know who you are, you're going to stay in. Because you don't want to have to deal with your right. demons, too. Yeah. You want to, like, you know, I was, I was, I spend too much, or I did this, or I was all about the kids, or it was all about my job, or it was all about that. So, even in that, staying in there and just fighting all the time, and, you know, never happy, and then the sex goes away, and then the, any wanting to be together goes away. All this stuff goes away, and as a woman, when she's signed off, she's signed off. I think one big part, too, is when you have kids, mm-hmm. that's that's always like an anchor. Yeah, because you always you feel like you're yeah. gonna get, they're yeah. going to hate you, yeah. or they're going to be messed up, or they're going to need therapy, but or you, have to start a podcast. But you never, <laughs> ever stay for the kids. Oh, wait, that's my therapy. No, yeah. you can't stay for the kids. Never, when ever the kids stay leave, for the kids. what do you have when they're gone? I feel yeah. like a lot of, person. well, I kind of have, like, older kids, and then I have my, my, my little guy. So I have 23, 20, and then 10. So when my daughter went and I saw like her now being in relationships, I didn't want to see, I didn't want her to see a relationship where we were always fighting or mom wasn't happy or dad wasn't happy or, you know, there's secrets and this and that and what was happening. And we weren't really working the household together. It was like, he did one thing. I did the other. We were vacationing separate. We were doing all this stuff separate, but we were together. So the kids saw their parents together. And once my daughter went to school, I was like, Oh, Oh, Oh no. Okay. What's, what's going on? And so I think it was easier to say, Hey, there's a problem. There's there, you know, cause she was definitely one of those things that like, she was so active and busy and doing things that we were just following along with her, you know, and the little guy kind of towed her around too. And then she left and I was like, hmm, you know what? To sit back and smell the roses and mm-hmm. pay attention. Yeah. I think that being in, in a, marriage or relationship too long is almost like being in an abusive relationship mm-hmm. you know you're almost abusing yourself mm-hmm. and i think a lot of that is again like you stay in it because you don't want to see your demons you don't want to see what you brought to the table whether it was i started a fight just because i wanted to fight because i could get no reaction out of you oh god that was not me i was the person who tried to keep the peace well i did that too 100%. for a long time and then once it was like i'm not the problem here Always. Yeah. I mean, and again, I pretty much can get along with these sunglasses here. I I literally can flex to things and always having to appease people so they weren't upset because I couldn't deal with the chaos. That's a huge job. I just want everybody to be good. Everybody to be happy Mm because I grew up in chaos and then I got married and like there was, and a lot of it was outside forces that caused the chaos and how that was dealt with. I was always like, oh, that's just how they are. That's just how they are. But yeah, I never got to be how I was, which was calm and trying to mm-hmm. make the peace and make everybody happy and do for everybody. And even in my profession, I'm a caregiver. So it's like, 
I'm tired of taking other care of other people that, you know, aren't reciprocating that, that care. And then, you know, blatantly seeing like your 10th. Mine was, I tried too hard. I think yeah. all the way to the end. Yeah. Trying to always keep the peace. So know. were you done when you were done? You were you done? I was done. Yeah. I mean, there was still probably a 5%, like, okay, maybe we can figure this out, but that's just me. But it was done. Well, and, um, just because I tried so hard over and over and over that when the last try that I did, I ended up in a fight. I'm like, are you kidding? I, I flew out here as a surprise for your birthday, and you got stomped on. We're, we're going to be in a fight now over some crap I didn't even do? Yeah. And so that's when your effort was put to the side because it was more about, you know, and then the I, other person. I was just like, there's nothing I'm going to be able to do. Like, I will never be enough. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's part a part of, of it, too. Like you I, I feel like you know, I can only speak for women. So I feel like as a woman, when you aren't. You aren't perceived in your own head as enough or you're not doing enough to make everybody happy or you're not, you know, not taking care of the, the house well enough. You're not, you know, taking care of the kids well enough. You're not doing this enough. You're not doing that. You can't spend time with your family, your friends, because your family needs you and you're being pulled in all these places. Then you're like, I need to be enough for me. So I can give y'all a little, but I'm tired of giving you all everything and then not getting anything back for it. So I feel like. I feel like you, st- I keep saying you stay in because you don't want to step on the toes of the people that are involved, meaning like your kids, your family, whatever you have in that, that group. Mm-hmm. And okay. Now my, my son didn't talk to me forever. And you know, my daughter was mad at me because I decided to leave because I wasn't able to stay in that environment more and actually think. And so then when I stepped out, it was like, you abandoned us. You did this. You did that. I was eight minutes away, but I still, I didn't have a place for them. I had like a one bedroom. I was staying with my, my good friend's family and they let me stay there just so I had peace, a little peace. And, uh, I, I definitely was told I abandoned them. I think that most of men, men can compartmentalize Mm -hmm. so we can stay in a loveless sort of or a direct relationship forever. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. As a part for women, they eventually have to have some peace, mm-hmm. you know, some, mm-hmm. uh, some uh, solace, right. things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, so women, I think, want to be heard, validated, adored. And especially if we're putting so much effort of, because like Armando said, women give up our seat. We put the men first, the family first. Well, that's what our, so our, especially our generation was taught that. To remind, you yeah. need to remind the men, if you want to keep a marriage and keep her happy, you're going to have to put her first too. Yeah. What happens when the kids leave? Yeah. If you haven't been working and dating your spouse that whole time. Yeah. Well, then you don't even know each other when they leave. Yeah. So the children should never be the priority, in my opinion. It should be the marriage. Um, and keeping it together and them having a relationship, having date nights, you know, that closeness. Yeah. And then the children are second. Yeah. That's how I feel. Well, and, but, but in, in anything, there's times where like the kid may need us more to be a team, sure. but if we're a team in yeah. taking care of the, the kid, then that kid going to win all the time. But that kid, you know, that kid's going to see well, what if, a relationship's be like, not, you know. So what I mean by that is like, you know, how kids will come and ask dad, well, can I do this? Mm-hmm. And they're like, sure. And the, because they know not to ask mom or yeah. the other yeah. way around. Yeah. 
So that's what I mean by there yeah. to take care of each other first. Because yeah. sometimes parents get that, well, you know, I didn't want them to do that. Why did you say yes? Yeah. So no matter what, even if you have to talk to your partner. Yeah. It's my partner's decision and mine. Yeah. Before we, I let you do something I think you want to do. You know, you yeah. have to make sure you're a team. Yeah. I think is with anything, like I feel like when I finally decided to get out, there was no communication. It was literally like, I, I don't like you. You don't like me. You know, things, things in our marriage were just not being dealt with. And so it was just like this divided line. You hear, you hear. And then finally I was like, Oh, I'm out. Mm-hmm. And you know, it got, it got nasty for a bit. Like yeah. there, it got like, you know, you broke us up. You did this, yeah, you did that. Fault. And I was like, my brain broke us up a long time ago when I didn't feel like I was part of the family because everybody was against me. And that's the thing is why, okay, I, I do believe some people give up too early mm-hmm. in a relationship. Yeah. And then, but if we have genuinely given it our all, I don't know why anyone would judge us for giving up. Yeah. Because... It's not an easy decision to leave, so it's easier to stay. It is so easy. Right? So bring that back. Even if the other person didn't want it, like, you have a relationship that is broken. So if you can't fix it, then you need to. I feel like, too, like when I was first separated, I I don't think I knew about the world at all. So when I did get separated and like people out there, like people you would never expect, like we have an open marriage. We, it works for us. We have this, we do that. This is what we do. We, you know, we, or I take a, you know, I take once a month and we both go do something together and we, we make an effort. I'm like, we weren't making an effort at the end. There was no oh, effort. Right, it's the end. Yep. So, and so like it was easier that's, that's to why go. They call it the end. No, no. Yeah. So yeah. it was easier to displace each other. So it was easier, easier to leave. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, I, I don't think, I, I, I feel like we tried, we, we tried a couple times. Like we've had some rough spots, but at the end, I don't think we tried the way you think you should have tried. But I definitely knew that was where we needed to be because I didn't want to try anymore. At the end of the day, all it takes is one person yeah. to give up. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how much yeah. effort you know the other person puts forward, it doesn't yeah. matter. And it, it definitely again, it it definitely was easier to stay for twenty some years. And the last two of that was like, I don't know that I I wanna try that. I don't know that, you know, like I had asked a thousand times, let's go to therapy. I don't want other people knowing my business. Mm-hmm. A thousand times. But the second just- I said we're separated Let's go to therapy. therapy. Yeah, I was well, like, no, it's I would too late. That. Here's a book. Would you read this book? Yeah. No, I'm not reading the book. I don't mean to read the book. And like, literally, I separated. I was driving home one day, and my ex sends me this huge letter. Like, once you take a woman's, you know, purpose, and all that, and it was very like I asked you for that like a year ago. Like, uh-huh. where was that a year ago? And now it's like, well, he's trying. Should I? Go back, and then my brain was like, no, you, you, you need to figure out Done who you are without that person and again in you know when i was separated so i was like you know you never know i wasn't dating anybody serious at the time i was like you never know we might get back together if he works on it he has to work on him because i always feel like i'm always working on me or i wasn't good enough for his mom i wasn't good enough for his family i wasn't good enough for this one and then you know like uh, you know so it was always like i wasn't good enough in my own family that i created and then when i left you know where i'm from and got here i was like this is my family but I don't know who they are because everybody else had a piece of us. 
And now that we're by ourselves, I'm like, oh, we were broken a long time ago. Well, I've got a funny tidbit. So um, back when I was going through my divorce, Mm -hmm. um, my ex told our friends that we would get divorced and we would date again and fall in love again. (laughs) Okay. She she needed to... Nothing? Nothing to say? Xanax? (laughs) Yeah. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Well, she had a plan, but it was a different plan than you had. Yeah, definitely different. I mean, maybe if you would have talked about it, you... (laughs) You can do some role playing. Let's not do it. Maybe first. your ex-wife can be your mistress or something. <laughs> now, did but, she uh, give you any warning shots like "I'm unhappy" or like yes, beforehand? Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, there were a lot of warning shots, which I didn't listen. And, there you go. And we actually um, were getting divorced the first time, and she resented it. So then she was done about a year later, and so I was begging, begging, begging the first time, second time, I said, "Okay, let's go." Boom. Whatever it cost me. And it cost me a lot. It was mm-hmm. worth every dime. Yeah. Every dime. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the one thing men don't, you know, hear are the warning shots. Yep. When you when a woman says anything about being unhappy and I need you to give me more attention or I'm needy. Or whatever, I'm so needy. Oh <laughs> you know, just that I'm feeling disconnected or whatever. That's my code word. <laughs> Needy. I'm needy. I don't needy. know what I need, but I'm needy, and you need to give me what I need. Because she's letting you know she's being very vulnerable, and it's and it's probably not even at the level of importance that she's telling you. Yeah, she's Correct. just she's right? giving you a little bit of it, and right? she needs this much more. No, she's giving you like here, here it is. It's, it's fine. Not. It's all fine. But I just need a little attention. But it's really, dude. I need a lot of attention. You don't get this. I think what hurts together. us though is we don't we communicate different. Yeah. Yeah. Communication between men and women sucks. Yeah. Mars versus Venus. Yeah. yeah. I feel like too what you know a lot of the staying in it is like I didn't know my love language because my love language left after kid two. I'm like, oh god, what I did? What? Where did they come from? What is your love language? I'm needy sometimes. So then and that I get, would be. Um, Quality time. Quality time, yes. Yeah. So I'm like, um, I don't know what I need. I'm going to get quiet, but I don't know why I'm quiet. But Somebody I need give you me to something. Tell. Somebody and give me a hug. My, my guy and I is like, all right, what do you need? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, all right, let's let's figure it out. I'm like, no, Lance is really good about So that. what's yeah. your love language? Well, it's two of them. It is quality time and words of affirmation. Oh. Um, I don't know the real definitions but, of all this stuff. I just know I'm needy sometimes. Mine is acts of service. <laughs> Do something for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, clean my toilet. That's so sexy. <laughs> oh. And see, I think I do. Act okay, so Cinderella only Cinderella was my a hottie because it was a joke. C- Cinderella was a hottie. Oh yeah, Cinderella. Now, do you? So the things you do for your person now are you speaking in your love language or theirs? I think we're both the same love language, but I've kind of morphed into like that touching thing. I know. I love. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm always like, I just, I just need, yeah. I just want to yeah. touch you. I just want to touch you. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure yeah. Still there. still there. Yep. Still, yeah. still there. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was like, so I'm still. morphing, and it's pissing me off because I'm quality time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I definitely feel like I, I, I like him making the effort to say, "Hey, let's go to dinner." Him making the efforts like, "Let's go outside," or like you know the little things like that too. But I'm definitely like. I get in my, I, like, we get in our own head. Something from work I could never be bugging. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're the queen. Um, 
something from work could be bugging me. I come home, I'm quiet. I don't know why I'm quiet. I'm like, oh, wait, why are you so quiet? What's the matter? You should say something because he's going to think that you're too quiet because it's going to be about him. Like, I'm, I'm not quiet because of you. I, I don't know why I'm quiet, but I just need attention. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, for me to be able to say that without being like, you're so sensitive or you're this yeah. and, you know, getting the negative of it, like getting the... All right, come here. Like, and that's why people don't communicate. Yeah. Right? So you're in a marriage. I'm not afraid, afraid to say, I, you know, I need right? some pee. So that's whatever I need. That is number one for me in the next relationship. Police department. <laughs> Restraining order. She's crazy. In the next relationship, I want to talk about everything. Even if I don't like it. Who I told you that? I want to talk about everything. What's the person who told you that? Told me what? You should say everything. You should say everything. Who so, told you that? So what is the everything process? I'm pretty process? sure that'd be therapist Rachel. What is the everything talking? process? Um, so anything that's bugging you, um, anything that's weighing heavy on your heart that day from work, personal between here's, each other. Here's the difference between you, your saying everything and mine. Mine is I have no filter generally just because of who I am. Then on top of it from New Jersey, like I'm going to tell you within five seconds if we're going to be friends or not. I literally called my boyfriend a fucking asshole within like the first conversation on the phone because I liked him so much. I'm like, oh, you're a fucking asshole. I'm so excited. Like... So that was a positive. It's a positive. It was like we're family yes. now, right? Right. Now here in this state, if you say that to someone, they're like, er? what? "What? What?" I go, "Oh, that that for where I'm from, like that's good. We're good. Like I, right. we're good. Right. You're from the south, so you kind of have like northeast attitude. Yeah. So you kind of have that reserve. Bless her heart. So fuck you. But you also have everything I say is being monitored, judged by me first and then by everybody else because she will judge the fuck out of herself and you're like, okay, just stop. So when you say you're going to communicate, that's a different thing than most people are used to because you're going to say what you think other people want to communicate when you need to learn how to just say it. Say what you want to say. Say what I want to say? Yeah. That's, that's what, you know I'm what I'm saying. Like, yeah, see what I'm saying? So remember the whole yeah. Yeah. X... Yep. Yeah. Did everything 110% all yep. in. Yeah. Oh, that's really hard to do now. Yeah. I mean, like, you don't want to put the effort in. No, no, no. To do the be myself because yeah. I've done the other so long. Yeah. But, but learning how to But be who else yourself. can you be? Then yeah. I'm still. There's only one person. Not comfortable sharing everything. Because you haven't for so long. Because I did never want to upset the other person. So now I'm still, like, I'm working through it. Working on it. Okay. It's a process. It's I definitely do a process. say more than I've ever said. But that is important to me to have that communication. Yeah. And I feel like the longer I'm with that person, the I'll feel more communication comfortable. I, I feel like even in the last year, you because like, I've learned too. I mean, like, you literally learn, like, oh, well, I've. I'm going to say exactly what I feel, but then you're like, wait, do I really feel like that much power? Or is it like, yeah, I just wanted to get it out so it's not sitting on me. Because a lot of things that sit on us turn into something else or into like a, you know, self-loathing. What I'm trying to learn for myself is more self-love as in like, you are fucking awesome. You have gone through, a, you know, a divorce, which is like, a you know, a death, a grieving, all this other stuff. Yes. You do all this stuff and you have to learn that it's okay to feel whatever you're feeling right. and be able to say it regardless of the reaction you're going to get. Right. But you hope that the person you're with understands it enough to be like, okay, look, okay, now what are you going to do with that? Or so, question. where are you going to put that? Question for yeah. the ladies. So if you're trying to... St- Keep a relationship going. Mm-hmm. Keep it going. Mm-hmm. New one, old one. Mm-hmm. Do you want the man to ask, hey, how you doing? Or do you want the man to wait? No. I 
so one my 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 one of my things is I get quiet and I don't even realize I'm quiet. I get, I get quiet. And I'm so like not quiet. So if I'm, quiet, I'm quiet, something's wrong. So should he ask something? Yeah. He and yeah, like so my my boyfriend now will be like, "What's wrong with you? Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Oh no. I'm like, wait, let me let me check. <laughs> let me check myself. Figure out. I'm like, okay, I'm probably just hungry. <laughs> so then I'll try to eat something because I haven't eaten all day. And so I'll I'm eat something. Low. I'm like, okay, it's not that. And then you know, sometimes it's hormonal. Sometimes it's sometimes someone it's- at work pissed me off. Someone cut me off, and I wasn't allowed to flip them off because apparently there's shootings when people flip other uh, cut people off, and you know all this stuff that goes through my head. Like I really just wanted to flip someone off, and I was told not to. And then you're like, <sighs> I'm okay though. But well, I'm, sometimes I'm good. it's just I just needed to spend more time with you, and now I'm yeah. And it could just be I missed 50. you so much, and you didn't give me seventy five kisses, and you didn't know that I needed seventy five kisses, and now I'm upset that I didn't get I got seventy three. I need two more. No, seriously. I, I'm sorry, guys. Me. I'm sorry. This yes. is this, this is truth. This is women think like that. Uh huh. Not because we. What I'm saying, like. In our head, we've already got this, like, okay, this is how I want him to react, but he doesn't read my mind yet, so no, I don't know. You gotta, yeah. You <laughs> but if he doesn't react like that, he's in trouble. Not necessarily Not in, in trouble, trouble, but then it's on me, so now I'm disappointed because he didn't do it. It was like we had the conversation, I'm That's like. It's a no-win situation. We, t- we talked about this last time, remember? I'm no like, win. I'm sorry that you can't read my mind, but I just need you to know, like, to read my mind. <laughs> Here's what it comes down to for me. Are you over the top like me? You and I are, yes. Yeah. We would make a great girl gay couple. And I just want to say that. Without the, we would be I really like penis. Good. Exactly. PD, police I department. Like, I like the police department. <laughs> yes. So if we're not over the top, yeah. then something's wrong. And if we do something special, we're, because we're over the top, we're going to want you to make Like I bought my it. boyfriend Fenway tickets just yes. because I knew how much he loved it. And then watching his face when he saw it and then he saw yeah. the, the green monster. And like, I love baseball, but I love it for way different reasons so than he does. question. Does I, he have to reciprocate? No. No. Right. He just okay. has to be okay. excited. Like He got to be like, girl, you you're getting extra tonight. Extra yes. PD. Extra text. Yeah. Extra <laughs> police department. Special unit police department. <laughs> I think it's a SWAT, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> and I'm the detective. <laughs> yeah, it's not about no, and it's not about a gift in return. It's no. just being excited. Because like my happiness was I'm, watching him show yeah. his daughter Fenway and hit the smile on his face. Because he's very like stoic. He's like, I'm a tough guy, but like a softy too. Mm-hmm. And so the smile was from ear to ear. He's just like... Like everything was amazing. It was a great game, all this stuff. And he's just like, Oh my gosh, that was so great. So and then every enough. time every time he sees someone's like, We went to Fenway, it was like so cool. Like that was his big thing. And that was something I did for him. So I'm like, I the best girl whenever. Where's my penis? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Where's my PD? Where's my police department? So oh, like geez. it's and it's not like he has to like buy me tickets to something or he has right. to like do the same exact thing. It's he did the dishes or we're going to go out tonight because he said, let's go out tonight. Yes. Let's not meet me at the bar. Cause I need a drink because work was crazy. Right. Um, something it, fun. And, yeah. Uh, and it doesn't unexpected. always have to be like 
crazy. It could be, I made a picnic in the backyard or, you know, hey, we're going to sit by the fire with, I've already poured you a glass of wine. I started the fire in the house, like, because we have like a fire pit in the front of the house. I started the fire. We're going to have a glass of wine. We're just going to listen to music. Like, just little (laughs) things like that. Doing something different. Like, yesterday you put my my laundry into the dryer because I keep forgetting to do it because I'm up super early. Wash. Wash. Yeah, seriously, wash. wash. Like, yeah. And so that was just like, yeah. Keep it. Fresh. So yesterday when I saw him, I'm like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> so what ideas can you give men to do for women? Let's hear some no. outlandish. Outlandish? Outlandish, but simple. Well, like, you know. So like her picnic in the backyard. Yeah. That's different and yeah. thought out. And, and make sure you pick up the dog poop before you lay the blanket down. I mean, that's yeah. pretty that nice. That kind of helps. That's Unless it's really hard. That would be good. That's, that's okay. Um... <laughs> You know, or just... Or, like, pack a bag for the weekend. We're going somewhere. Or, hey, we're go to go to a store that you both shop at, say Banana Republic, buy an outfit for date night, and then go do something fun. Yeah. That's not my idea. <laughs> I was like, you picked that's, it. That's, that's not that's my why. size. What's her name? That's, <laughs> you that's why we're together. different. Because you can try clothes on in the dressing room together. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, and then you, you can, can get like, a little action in the dressing room together. You know, just little silly. Yes. Like, yes. The police department comes. No, because they don't well, know. What no, the police, inside yes, of the dressing yes, room. Yes, yes the police. Have to be quiet. But you can kind of like pick each other's outfit. I'm like, oh, I want you to wear that for a night. We're I mean, that's easy. Quiet's easy. You know, you still have sex when your kids are at home. So, like, that's not difficult. <laughs> wow. How do we go from yeah. trying on clothes to sex? It always ends Rachel, up with that. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, sorry. Peggy doesn't ever have sex. Her children. <laughs> no, I never have sex. <laughs> her kids. She doesn't. Nope. Don't. She's a perfect saint. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but So, like, what other things can men do? So, like, I, you know, because I'm in an office all day, I'm sitting in front of the computer, do whatever I'm doing, talking on the phone, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to do it. Anything with technology when I get home, I'm like, phone, no, we're watching TV. Like, I'm just like, okay, I would rather go for a walk or I'd rather do this. Maybe even pick a Netflix movie. Yeah. Well, the last one I picked was amazing. Of course, because you picked it. (laughs) No, actually, we watched that. There was a Fear something, Fear Street on Netflix. We watched season, like, part one last night. It was pretty cool. It was a little gory, but it was definitely a good one we both picked. But anyway, that was a plug. We watched all three Fifty Shades of Grey. Of yeah, if you, you just got out of Mexico and now, you know, we see where that is at. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, t- I will say yesterday I, w- I was surprising him with a, because he's been working and he's kind of overwhelmed. So I was like, you know what? Why don't we take an hour and go do go-karts? Yeah, something different. Something see, just to get out of your head. Yeah. You know, out of the stress. Yeah. You guys are so smart. I'm in like, you know, I love... I moved from where I'm from because of the mountains and all that. I'm a big skier. I love the mountains. Like just saying, hey, tomorrow we're going to go for a ride. And just him and I, or, you know, we're going to take the kids or whatever. Just something where he's doing the initiative. Because in my marriage, I did all the planning, all the thing until I gave it over to him. And then it was like, we at 11 o'clock, we're doing this. At 12 o'clock, we're doing this. I'm like, what? I just want to go and be. Like, I just want to, you know. and Or just cuddle in bed. Or yeah, like let's not let's not wake up at six o'clock in the morning today because I don't have to. Because I wake up that time. I wake up at five thirty every morning. I want to sleep I in could, until at least six thirty. You know, but I'm or, an early guy though. Get like, after get up, get a bike ride. One of the easiest things too is like I come downstairs after he 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 gets up really early to come down and my coffee's made. 
Oh. <sighs> That's the best. Just right. a little thing. He like knows how I like my coffee. You're such I a know. simple person. Yes. I so. I love that. Simple minded too. That's okay though. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> no, I'm just very like go with the flow of, you know, flexible enough to see what other people, how other people interact with each other. I'm definitely one of those energy feeder people. Like I can feel your energy when something's off. And so I'm always like, are you okay? Is everything okay? Or like if he gets a phone call and he's like, oh. I'm like, what's wrong? What can we do? Who do I need to Kill. get the chocla? Kill. Get your chocla out, you know? So what would you tell people that are thinking about getting out of a relationship and they have the fear of the unknown? Ideally, that's a, that's a do the one. work. Yeah. You got to do the work. You got to know. It is scary, but yeah. I think. There's your pros and cons. Um, well, the only, I mean. I didn't want to be lonely. I feel like you have to give warning shots, to be fair. Mm-hmm. That I do feel that way. You mm-hmm. can't just be like, all right, I'm out, and you never gave that person a chance. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. that has happened, then you should end the marriage. Because you're 40, 30, whatever you are, you have still a life that you want to live and be happy. Yes, it is scary, but on the other side of the transition, of the pain, the guilt, and mm-hmm. disappointment, there is the sense of, like, I don't, like, I love being at home. There's no one upset with me. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't have that eggshell. And you don't have to be put. Anymore. You don't have to pee on, right? You know, that's another thing. Like once you get that scarlet letter of the divorce, oh, she's divorced. I mean, just you just know. because that person doesn't appreciate you doesn't mean someone, someone else, else won't yeah. love everything you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. There's a meme on uh, somewhere I saw, and it said, "If you don't love her, get out of the way. You're holding up the line." Yeah, I like that. So, yeah. and that goes for men too. If she doesn't respect you or value you, there's a woman who will. Yeah. And so. Amen, brother. Right? Amen. Yeah. So, you know, feeling like this is the end all be all. No one's going to love me. Well, that's just ego and pity talking. Yeah. Well, and I think you go through that. Like I, I've mm-hmm. said too, but I said a divorce is a death. You got to go yeah. through all the stages. Seven you're going to be pissed. Yeah. You're gonna, there's denial. There's like, ah, no, this isn't happening. And then you're going to be like, shut everything out. Like. Just, you know, there's definitely steps in a, in it and you have to learn, I, you have to learn that it's okay to feel whatever you're feeling. And I, I feel like a lot of times, like in my marriage, when I was emotional or did something, I was like, I f- felt like I was portrayed as weak, but yeah, I was so strong. Like I lost a child. I've lost both my parents. I, you know, a sister I have lost, I've lost a lot of people and I've been through a lot of things like, you know, nine eleven was a big deal in my family. Like back east and so just a lot of the different things that played a part in my life are very heavy so i've always had to be in touch with my feelings as because if i got stuck in it you know my family definitely is a big you know you can be depressed really easily you can be an alcoholic really easy there's a lot of little things that i've seen my family members be become because of a setback or whatever. And I was like, that's not going to be me. I'm not doing that. That's not, that's not happening. I'm going to break the mold. I'm going to do this. And so I always was like, Oh, I'm fine. Like, give me a second to catch myself and whoever's still there when I'm out. Right. Those are my people. And if you get mad that I can't give you five seconds, I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. So I feel like when I got divorced, I shut a lot of people out because a lot of noise was coming at me to stay or I wasn't good enough because I didn't I didn't stay or I, you know, failed because I didn't stay or, you know, so a lot of different things made me feel worse for leaving than if I just stayed. And but I felt terrible staying. Mm -hmm. But you look back on it now and 
I, I'm in a good place. There you go. I'm in a good place. I'm in a happy place. I, I, t- I totally am me. This is who I am. I know. That's the biggest thing is like, like even I don't even daughter, have to like who I am. Like this, this, this is Even me. my daughter was like, you're a whole different person. Yeah. Because there's no one over I always felt me. like there was like yes. this cloud on me. There was this heavy weight that I was holding or I was keeping my feelings in so I didn't make myself upset or my kids didn't see me upset. And yet my kids were like, I haven't seen you smile in a long time. And like when mm-hmm. you smile, it's you it's infectious. Whereas like, I'd be like, okay, yeah, you know, and yeah. now Just it's like, it. I laugh and it's about, you know, people hand me an inhaler cause they think I'm dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I feel like How about if, you? if, yeah, happiness is definitely worth it. And I feel like yeah, you need to it. know what your happy is because oh, yeah. I'm like, I just want to be happy. But what does that mean? Yep. What is happy? Figure it out, man. You, you got to go with butt rubs. Just, just chicken like wings, you said. What do you just mean? like you said, you got to do the work. Yeah, you got to do, do the work. Do the work. You know, you got to date the knuckleheads. Mm-hmm. You oh. got to, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and you just got to do the work and just go through it. Like when we were dating, it's so funny because we were like, okay, so you guys dated. We did well. Dating. Peggy and I didn't date. <laughs> I mean, what you say is I when mean, we what were dating. In Vegas stays in Vegas, but <laughs> well, we did our stuff. <laughs> but when we were dating, um, we were always like, no shame, no shame in the game, no matter what. You know, you know, breakfast oh, yes. date, We've lunch date. There's, so. there's no um, horror shaming. There's no. Right. What did you do yesterday? What I forget his name. You know, like those. When you're trying to figure out what you like, like I mean. I think it was pretty quick that you figured out what you don't like. It's almost like going to the candy store. You just taste all the candy you feel yeah. you don't like. For a man, that's not judged. For for women, it should is be judged. so judged. But, it should but be. we have made a pact, and like for the podcast that we want to do, it's like one day you have to one do day. someday when you know bis, Miss Busybody over here, yeah. Busy Pants. I have all the time. <laughs> that's what she said last time, isn't it? Yes. Um, <laughs> But when you can be like, no, I just got flipped off. She's number one. <laughs> She's number one in my no, book. Um, so when you can be okay with your path, regardless of what it is, like you may date one person or three people, you may have breakfast with someone like at a coffee shop and be like, you know, that's cool, dude. That's I have, have a question. That's a really good question. But like, how did you know you were past your ex and your history to move on to the next relationship? When did you know, okay, I don't care about the ex. I'm ready to move forward. Oh, I've dealt with my issues. With, with the, me, the it was the second time she pulled the divorce card. Okay. Yeah. I, I was done. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. My, I was pretty much done after the graduation incidents. When I saw that a outside force was more important than my, my group, I lost my shit. I was, I literally... I ended my marriage in my head that day when my mother-in-law was Mm -hmm. the center of my children's graduation and nobody stuck up for me, even though she was wrong. They were like, she's this old. You can do this. Like it was literally them saying you don't matter. I might get upset. I haven't talked about that. Like really when they all said you're not important enough in my own home. And not one graduation, but two graduations were ruined by her narcissistic, egomaniac, I'm better than everybody else, and if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be here, and blah, 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 and fight in the car for 40 minutes from CSU to to my house, and it was, it literally was like, I'm in the Twilight Zone. 
I Damn. literally don't belong here. This is their family, and I just maintain it. I have children, but I'm maintaining it. I'm not in it. In it. And so whether that's the truth or not, that's what I felt. That's what I saw. That's what I absorbed. And from that moment forth, I was free game. So, I was so out. Said I was done. Yeah. My, my oldest graduated college at the same time my daughter graduated okay. high school. And both graduations were ruined by a disgruntled grandmother. Literally. A dis- and I had an ACL surgery. So I'm literally dis- this, you know, incapacitated, trying to accommodate everybody. I got like VIP tickets for everybody so we can be in the front row because I had a broken ACL. Yeah. And so I just had and surgery. And man that lets his mother talk yeah. to his wife that and way. And that was my whole marriage, though. That's- but I was always the peacemaker because I'm like, oh, she's just like that. Or that, you know, she just loves her family and blah, blah, blah. I know now I shall never be like that. And the lesson I learned is the devil actually walks on the earth. <laughs> <laughs> and he's probably scared. Like, Lucifer is wow. afraid of her. Because, I mean, I should have been warned. Like, I should have listened. I mean, I didn't see the effect of it on me until I left. And then she came to visit, and I was like, what the shit is happening? Like, it, it, I she mean, came to visit after you left? Literally, like, three weeks. Well, we moved in July, and she was there for Thanksgiving. Ruined Thanksgiving. Like, she seemed to ruin everything if we didn't make it about her. And when I saw that they were willing to let her behave like that in my house. Yeah, the husband was not yep. a strong man. because, yep. And I have no respect for people who are not strong yep. men. Because so. your house is your house. And so, for me to feel like... I'm just floating. I'm just floating in this life. And at some point I need to ground myself. And when I touch the ground, I ran. I ran. I ran. Like the person you're with now, if his mother was to come in and treat you that way on holiday, would, do you think he would put up with it? What do you mean? If she came in, the mother-in-law and did those things that the last one did, would Lance put up with her? No, 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 no. Because, I mean, I love my mom, but you're not going to He doesn't even allow person. my son to disrespect me, let alone any other force. Like, yeah. no one gets to talk to right. that person who's providing for you and giving you everything. Right. Like you said, giving my all, right. and it's never good enough. Yeah. To the I, point where it's like, you know, unfortunately, Lance's mom's passed. My mom's passed. We don't have that. Um, we have his dad, who's like the most amazing human ever. Um um, we don't have those outside forces. The only thing we deal with is exes and children. Mm-hmm. And so, and then any family that we've met, they see that we are so good together. They see like our, you know, admiration for each other and respect enough to say like, all right, what's happening here? Yeah. You know, oh, and important. you see us interact like that's cool. I so in it. I think the, the hardest part to learn is loving someone else is easy and it should be easy. It should be. There's Very times easy. where you're frustrated at the world and you it's come home scary, and you explode though. and you're like, I'm sorry. I don't mean it. But we've never had a fight or a disagreement. I mean, we've had some hardcore talks about life and family and all that stuff. And it's always like, I'm going to do better. Like I, I don't see it until you tell me. Um, and now I, and now I see it and you can always see it and you, and it really is. And like, I always felt like when I communicated, I was told I'm weak. I'm too sensitive. I'm always causing a problem. Why are you crying? Why are you this? Cause when I cry, I'm either going to kill you or I'm like, I'm done. Like I, I have nothing left. So, but if I do the cry, like if I stop crying and talk to you like this, you should probably run. Yeah, because if she's crying, she still cares. Yeah. 
and she's hurt. But I will see. After and if I'm course, hungry and crying, oh, you should run. <laughs> should run. And I had to run. But the first relationship where you get those feelings where you're like, holy shit, this is, I haven't seen anything like this before. And it's new. It's, it's, it's scary. Yeah. It's very scary because you're like the last person that I gave all this to fucking shit on me. So, and that's for everyone who's divorced. So yeah. you have to kind of. Yep. Be open and damage. Yeah. yeah. And you I'm have all to broken. you have to be so. willing to accept your shit in it. Mm-hmm. You know, like because when I was done, I was just like, what? I didn't care what you said. I didn't care because mm-hmm. at some yeah. point I felt you didn't care. So now I don't, I don't care. care. Amen, right. sister. You were talking about mother in laws. Uh, yeah. Let me. Let me drop this on you. So in my relationship, married 19 and a half years. Mm-hmm. So 19 and a half years, our family mm-hmm. was secondary to her family. Oh, um, that's how mine was. Mine, yeah, it was exactly. all revolved around his family, yeah. which we literally lived next door to my mother-in-law. Behind that was my brother-in-law, my other brother-in-law, cousins, nephews, cousins, brother. Other. Everybody there. And then everybody was, it was like a compound. But I love the town because I met, you know, my really, my best friend, Sandy down there and like, I found solace in that tight knit, but I also felt like people knew what color underwear I was picking before I did because I'm sure my house was bugged. I'm sure everybody like, you know, she made a left today instead of a right. I'm sure she's out doing something. And I'm like a wife. And pretty much. And so like, cause I mean, so, but when there was events, there was a big family supporting us. You know what I mean? My parents lived two, three hours away they always had to come in. And if we went out, it was always like, you know, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, what are we doing? It was always like chaos. It always felt chaotic because it was mine. Did your mother and family like your wife? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and you guys didn't take turns like every other holiday. Oh, we kind of did. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that we have to really Mm -hmm. thank our exes Mm -hmm. because they showed us what we don't want. Oh, it's changed my life. Yeah. I mean, truly. So it actually shows, you know, they gave us some great kids. Yes. But they showed us exactly what we don't want. It has made me more appreciative of when I see people who are kind. And, um, like, that is a big thing I look for now. I don't think I would have thought about that 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Someone being kind. So did you guys have conversations with your ex? I don't. Mine are text and email. Well, I have a 10-year-old. So there's a lot of of text, an occasional call when, you know... There's a life event of something, you know, um, my, my mother-in-law, my ex-mother-in-law came to visit. So he had asked if my little guy can stay for a week and then we went away yeah. for a week. So calling sometimes was easier because it was, you know, yeah. doing our thing. But it's not like a conversation like, Hey, how you doing? Yeah. I mean, I said like yeah. his birthday was Monday and I was like, happy birthday. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm not trying to make a, an enemy. I feel like right. we are better friends yeah. now yeah. than we were in our last couple of years of our marriage. Not even. Really? Yeah. Well, in, and again, I can't do chaos anymore. Like, I hate yelling. Like, yelling to me, like, it hurts my physical body. I do not want anybody yelling. I don't want anybody upset. Still, I, I, I'm I, trying to keep the peace enough so I have peace. Yep. I'm going to suffice you so I have peace. And he's more peaceful now that he's not having to ma- manage me or maintain, help me maintain things because 
I always felt like I was like, oh, I'm always on, on, on display, this and that. You know, if you don't do it good enough, the mother-in-law's going to let him know that I, he, he can do better. Cause I always felt like she was trying, she has said to me, like, you saw my house, my family, my son. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can't marry your son in the United States. But if that's what you need, like, I have to get out of the way. And I felt like a lot of times she tried to get me out of the way or made me want to leave. Yeah. And it worked finally. But it made um, you stronger. And, and again, you know. Right. And that's I, for me, that's the biggest thing. Like, I don't respect him. I don't like him as a person. But he gave my, me my children. Yeah. And I, and I learned so much from that relationship that yeah. I know my next one I'm, will be amazing whenever yeah. that happens. Yeah. Um, but we're friendly enough. You know, I don't. That's cool. I don't. Yeah, I think I'm, I definitely I think we're cordial, and you know, like, you know, like I said, his birthday happened. And, you know, happy birthday! It was. I commend you both. Yeah, <laughs> I. I it's, you know why? It's and, more here, peaceful. It's more the peaceful. Here's one tip, though. When you get divorced, and I told Jeff this when we separated, I was like, he was like, "Why are you? Did you unfriend me on Facebook?" I said, "It's not because I don't want to be friendly or anything like that." It's so that you can have your life. Two separate lives. And I can start having mine. Yeah. And no one feels hurt by seeing it. Yeah. And so that was the smartest thing I did. I read that in a book. And I see most of my friends, they've done the same thing. There's one friend of mine that hasn't done that. And I think that just prolongs oh, the yeah. trauma. Me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm still it. friends with mine because yeah. he posts all these really cool pictures of my son that I'm not getting to do with yeah. him because I'm working full time and all that sort of stuff. So, yes, it is. You probably shouldn't be friends. <laughs> no, you shouldn't be friends. <laughs> wow. We just had a breakthrough moment. A breakthrough moment therapy. right here. Because you don't need to see the life that you were once a part of. Yep. No, I think, and here's so, the thing though with mine. I feel like mine is trying to portray a life that he thinks people want to see where in all actuality he's hurt. That's why you got to let it go. I know, but like, you, I didn't want to call you out. You can when, call me out. Okay, Remember, you, I have no filter. You can you call me out. to unfriend him? <laughs> yes, when? I'm not. No? You, you're not the boss of me. <laughs> Fuckers. <laughs> but you even said it kind of, you know, there's a well, no, I, I, I agree mean, with that Peggy. life. Well, here's the thing. Peggy. Here's the thing. Here's pretty, here's, I here's was in thing. that life, but now I'm not. You want to know something funnier? What? Lance's ex wife has friended me, and by accident, I hit the button. <laughs> and so I can't unfriend her now. So why not have him on? Um, yeah. So you might as well have everybody, grandma, I, uh, everybody. I should yeah. see if she should. Get, she should get a Facebook so she can show the world how fucking Talk awesome she. Tell her she needs to. You need to break that off, sweetie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're not the boss of me. Next I'm doing just fine. Next time we're having a podcast, I'm going to ask you, did I, you I, unfriend? I'm, I'm did, fine. There's no peer did, pressure here. Did you, you unfriend are, everybody? You said I unfriend am not gonna That's be what we're going to ask you. I'm not yes. going to be bullied. Yes. Yes. Nope. Well, we want to thank everybody for listening to Say Sex. I don't know. He doesn't even know his love. Fansplain podcast. Thanks for coming to the police department. And Divorce Devil episode 37. Damn. Oh my God. Uh, you're being arrested. Well. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a nice night. Bye bye.